everyone has a Richard in their life and like fuck him fuck Richard yeah yeah and I bet you they're ugly and crusty looking now so absolutely and they've got a receding hairline for (laughs) sure (laughs) nothing goes quicker than a skinny man's hairline I can tell you that Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Spice Rack Podcast. We have a festive, spicy read for you guys today. But before we get into that, Sav, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Are you? <laughs> Sav has in our notes, Emily is sexting men. Emily is sexting men. <laughs> I'm just having some fun, guys. Do you remember um, last week, our If It Matters nudie? Well... It has mattered and Emily <laughs> has explored. <laughs> yeah, it's just having some fun. I did. I texted Zap. I'm literally turning red. I like don't really know how to flirt or talk to men. So I started sending quotes from books. So if, <laughs> so if you're like me, it works. So um, other than sexting men, I'm in finals week. So oh. that's kind of about it. That's a good way to pass the time then. just having some fun that's it it's about time so I just told Emily I sent Seth nudes this morning but my Amazon account is linked to my photos it's like my backup photo storage and um the display on my fire stick was my asshole (laughs) (laughs) so that's how I started my day little jump scare So we're thriving over here, guys, in case anybody was wondering. We're being slutty for Christmas. (laughs) I want everyone else to be slutty for Christmas, too. It is the ho-ho-ho season. If I can be slutty for Christmas, anybody can be slutty for Christmas. I have faith in you. Everyone should be on the naughty list. That is our goal. Everyone be naughty this season. Tis the season. Sab, what have you been reading? Okay, I went on a little bit of a bender last week. I read Welcome to the Dark No. I didn't read it. I attempted Welcome to the Dark Side by Gianna Darling, which is an age gap, like taboo romance. Let me tell you why I DNF'd it. First of all, I'm counting it because I made it 51% of the way through and it was like a 400 page book. So this man has known this girl since she was like seven years old. And he basically is like, I've known that you were it for me since you had little bows in your hair and you were seven. And that is just not it for me. I think that's like found a limit. That's so fucking cringy. I just couldn't, I couldn't get into it. I listen, they got together, they fucked. I was like, okay, well, and this was nice and I'm going to see myself out. It just was too much. I couldn't do it. Then I read five rounds by Nikki Castle. Shout out to Chelsea Kansas reads on Instagram. She has a bookstagram and follows us, but she recommended it and it was pretty good. It was an MMA fighter situation. It was enemies to lovers, forced proximity. I was here for it. It was a nice little way to pass the time. Then let me tell you about the shit I read yesterday. I read Eat You Alive by Eden O'Neill, which is the fourth book in a series. I do think it would be helpful to have read the third book and have some context on what's going on with one of the characters in the story. But it ended on a fucking cliffhanger. I'm like 84% of the way through and I'm like, oh my God, 
there's not going to be a third stage breakup. They're fake dating. They're just going to get together. This is going to be beautiful. No cliffhanger. I'm fucking pissed. The next one doesn't come out until May. I have no clue what's going to happen. So I put cliffhanger on the Christmas, like read with us for funsies, not thinking it was going to happen to me. (laughs) (laughs) And then I also read resting Scrooge face by Megan Quinn. It was a novella. I thought it was going to be spicy. It was not. It was like a cutesy little 40 minute. It was like basically watching an episode of Gilmore Girls, like a cutesy little 40 minute way to pass the time. I have to mention that Netflix is going downhill in their Christmas um, movies. They, I'm just not a fan at the moment of their Christmas movies. They're just okay. not, they're not hitting the spot. I told Emily this last week. First of all, Bonnie Bennett from the vampire diaries is the queen of my christmas movie heart and she has this one and it's called operation christmas drop and if you haven't seen it you should watch it it's so good and the main character is so fucking hot so that's the next one i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot but i finished my comfort book aka the ritual (laughs) you need help And once again, it was just chef kisses. That book is just chef kisses. I'm waiting for the second one to come out as a paperback. It came out as Kindle Limited, but I'm waiting for it to come out as a paperback to order. And she'll have a third one out next year called The Sacrifice. So the first one's The Ritual, second one's The Sinner, third one is The Sacrifice. But the second one is technically out. It's just not out on paperback yet? Not out on paperback yet. And then The Sacrifice is about Tyson who we learn a lot about in the ritual. So I'm excited for those. I finished just the season for revenge and I'm going to start the playing for keeps do what next. And I do have to say, I slid into Candy Snyder's DMS. I saw her post this video on her Instagram story and it was a like hockey players. And she was like my inspo for next year. <gasps> so I slid into the DMS. Her next series is going to be a hockey series. Oh and I know that she's going to eat this shit up and I am, I'm excited. I am thrilled. I am so thrilled about that information. I am very thrilled. And then um, she put it out over the weekend, but you can get Sophia Lark's Anastasia on like pre-order for paperback. And it's like an Anastasia, like retelling. If it's also fantasy, forbidden romance. Yeah. My ears and just so- <laughs> sound like so, me. <laughs> Sophia Lark doing like forbidden romance and it's fantasy. I mean, I think I could get into it. So that's, that's it on my book world. I am planning on spending the next week and a half of my life reading disgustingly spicy Christmas books. That's my plan. So this morning, one of the Facebook groups that we're in, if you're not in all of the book groups on Facebook, highly recommend. There's one called Cliterature. There's one called The Smut Hood. And there's one called Bitchy Book something. The Bitchy Book one isn't as good as The Cliterature and The Smut Hood, obviously. And someone was asking for like downright dirty Christmas books. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about this one. Winter Fay Queen. Santa is a hot Fay King. And it's an it's a reverse harem. That just really sounds like me. So I'm going to give that a try. There's a lot of Christmas smutty reads that are reverse harems that involve elves, which I could potentially get into. I just have some questions. 
Are they short? I can't fucking do a short <laughs> I have my last final is turned in Wednesday. And I that's all I'm doing. I have I think I have eight Rena Kent books to read. Oh God. <laughs> like I have her whole Royal Elite series. Be like, do you read two in ten days? And then I have God of Wrath that I got in the mail that I've been like holding on to and like haven't started yet. I've just been in like a little bit of a slump. I read, well, I was in a slump before Welcome to the Dark Side. Five rounds kind of got me out of the slump, but I just like don't really know what I want to read. I think I need to take a little break from fantasy. It's really maxed me out. And I just want some like dirty, filthy, nasty Christmas. (laughs) It's really what I want. I um I know you're a very big Christmas gal, so I approve of your little elf binge. Yeah, <laughs> just Christmas binge. Like, don't you want a sexy Santa book? Because I do. Listen to what I did. <laughs> what did you read about her being wrapped up like a present. When was that? Because I bought a fucking lingerie wrap wrap up present set on like Amazon three days ago, and that's gonna be one of my Christmas presents. I think last week. All right. Well, I've been inspired. Clearly, I'm so gullible. That happened in that book. Emily started sexing men. I started sexing <laughs> men. So let me know the other dirty shit y'all are doing, and I'll just take it up. <laughs> I have to say, and I did not do this because of this man, but I went into Victoria's Secret over the weekend. I haven't been into Victoria's Secret in forever, but I am very into like a silk like night slip and robe. I have never felt more powerful in my life. I think that's going to be my new era. I want the like murder your husband robe. You know what I'm talking about with the fur? I would love oh, one of those. I like that. There's this trendy set at Victoria's Secret. I saw it, it was like trending on Twitter and it's like the bondage set and it's all these little straps. And I'm like, let me show this shit to you. Because first of all, I would look like a sausage. No, because no, I know what you're talking about because while I was there, a man walked in and he was asking the person for it. He was like, I saw my girlfriend looking at this online. And I want to surprise her like with it. And so he went and got it. And when I saw him take it off the hanger, I was like, who's, I was like, who's, for that? I was like, who's fitting in this? Because it sure as hell is not me. No, I am not going to feel confident in that. First of all, don't wrap me up like a little ham with some twine. I don't want that. That is something that men want. That is not what women want. No, no. I'm so glad that you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he, and that, I was like, that's a size large. I was like, I don't think a hand can fit in that. Well, this is your reminder to buy the unwrap tie titties lingerie for your man or yourself. And then I think a little Santa, like a little fur lined red situation. I'm into that too. So I might, I might go down that path. Why not? I approve. YOLO. <laughs> Okay, so getting into the book, but first we're going to talk about Morgan Elizabeth. She is a born and raised Jersey gal. She's addicted to ice espresso, barbecue chips, and starburst jelly beans. She usually has headphones on, listening to some spicy audiobook or Taylor Swift. There is rarely anything in between. Books by Morgan include The Distraction and The Protector, and today we'll be discussing Tis the Season for Revenge, which made our legally blonde, loving hearts beam. I will say too, if you're a book talker, Morgan Elizabeth is very active on her TikTok page. It's just at author Morgan Elizabeth. As she's writing, she'll post stuff from her books to like tease it to everybody. She's a spicy author. I'm going to add like her books to the TBR. 
yeah, I'm, I'm in, I was into this. <laughs> I think that's all we have to say. Okay. This week's dedication is to all the girls who knew Elle was always too good for Warner and for all the girls who were told they were too much. Let him go find less, which I love. Perfect. Have you ever been told that you were too much? No. Oh. But a guy has never made me feel like a guy has always made me feel less, but has never been like, <laughs> I know that sounds so fucked. I was really upset. <laughs> so they never said that like I'm too much, but they've always heavily treated me less. Mm, I've been told that I'm too much a lot, actually. So let them go uh-huh. find less. Exactly. Okay, so getting into the plot, so Abigail has been head over heels for Richard for four years. When it comes to the coveted office party, Abigail goes all out and hopes that the next party, which is the big Christmas party, ends in their engagement. What started out as the ideal night for Abigail with a really cute Halloween costume ends when Richard tells her that they are over and he needs someone more serious. After getting drunk on wine with her best friends, Cam and Kat, they come up with a perfect plan of revenge which includes Abigail getting with Damien, who is Richard's boss. After instantly matching on a dating app, the two meet and Abigail knows she is instantly in trouble. Damien is 14 years older than her and instantly charms her to the point where she feels immediately comfortable. As their relationship and the revenge continues, the relationship between the two gets steamier and they both fall hard. After coming clean at the Christmas party, Abigail expects Damien to run for the wind, but he said he is not going anywhere. In the end, we get the perfect epilogue where Abigail gets her dream man and proposal. I ate this shit up. I loved everything about this. I gave it 4.75 stars, which is literally as close to perfect as you can get for me. First of all, anytime a book has a playlist with Tolerate It by Taylor Swift and Casey Musgraves on the playlist, you know it's going to be a banger because that speaks to my soul. Richard is a slimy little piece of shit, and I loved watching Abby get her confidence and her sparkle back with Damien, who is fine as absolute fuck. The revenge plan of getting back at your ex by fucking his boss is incredible and didn't feel outrageous to me. Like, Abby being Damien's type, looking him up and knowing that she was his type and then, like, matching with him on a dating app feels somewhat realistic. And I've decided that I would love for our listeners to do this. And please let me know how it goes. Thank you. Him taking on domestic violence cases pro bono was fucking angelic. Like what a sweet, sweet, perfect little man. And then I have a couple of things that I want to discuss specifically about the book. So at the end, when they're at the Christmas party and like the whole thing is coming to a head and they get in the big blowout. He leaves and she runs after him after she punches slimy Dick Richard in the face. And she like literally is running through the street, didn't grab her jacket to get to him because she thought that he was leaving her. And he's like, no, I just needed some air. Like I was always coming back to you and coming home with you. You're not going to get rid of me that quickly or that way. So I thought that that was very hot. I was so into it. Like he was so secure. So she chased him through traffic, right? To like, she was running. And he said, though, if you try running into traffic like that, again, I'm spanking, I'm spanking you when we get home. He was like, he was commanding. He was possessive. I, I'm obsessed with Damien. 
to me, I pictured Damien having the get in the car Elizabeth voice <laughs> because he was like a little Hispanic and from the Bronx. And I was like, oh, so this man, this man sucks. Like this man is hot. Him completely dismantling the idea that one person in a relationship carries more weight because of their career or because they bring home more money was the sexiest listen he was sexy as hell that was the sexiest thing he did in this entire book i i don't like who says that a man written by a woman says that so hot i was like you know what you're right i'm a makeup girl and i'm just as important as you are so i'm just obsessed with everything about him the one thing and i talk about it so many fucking times on this podcast why the pink diamond was too much. I knocked off a quarter of a star because of the pink diamond. Why can authors not get a fucking engagement ring right? Every time on this podcast, it is the gaudiest, ugliest shit. And I'm so sick of having to talk about it. Just give us a halo or like a solid two carat diamond. That's all we want. Princess cut. That's it. Yeah. It makes me think that he didn't go ask her friends. A pink diamond? Fuck that. That is horrible. I hate it. <laughs> just like you can be so perfect, but you're going to propose with a pink diamond or you're going to propose with a fucking the tram fucking really has triggered sob. <laughs> I gave this book 4.5 stars. Um, I texted sab and I finished and I was like, I am done for. This book was so fucking hot and Damien is so perfect. I absolutely love the character development in this book and Abigail realizing that Richard is such a piece of shit and she starts loving herself again, which made my heart swell because I like that her two friends were complete opposites. I can really relate to Kat and you knew shit really hit the fan when the nice friend is speaking up and going against and like Richard was a true piece of shit. So I'm really glad that Abigail realized that she is so much better than that. Damien did everything for her and also encouraged her to be her true self, even if it meant listening to cheesy boy bands and like going to see the Rockettes. He literally was like, I'm not going to dim your light. Like you are like sunshine. I love the concept of like revenge in this book, the glitter in the air vents, the lost keys. Like, are you kidding me? The glitter in the air vents and the lost keys was top tier. That was so good. And how she like dyed the mean cheerleaders hair purple, like I just like, I think we would be friends with Abigail. Like she was just yeah. so funny. Truly enjoyed this book. Him telling her that their jobs were equally important done for when he said a man drives his woman home. Nothing sexier than when a man drives. Truly. And he was like, one day we're going to get into everything that your ex has told you. And we're going to reverse all of that because he was like wrong. And I was like, a man who wants to just show I was like this is a wild concept you could have this but your age gap requirements won't allow it (laughs) and when they're talking about the jobs he goes you are not less than me I am not less than you we are humans who do what we can to help people really hit the heart he doesn't run away at the first sign of conflict and he truly took time to like learn like what her body needs. Like the phone sex scene, goodbye. The Thanksgiving toast. So he comes with her. They move. This this relationship moves fast. And he's giving like a toast at Thanksgiving. And he was like, this year, I am thankful to be sitting here with you all about to eat some amazing food. But most of all, I'm honored to have a beautiful woman on my arm. 
I would have gotten down on one knee and proposed right there and there. The Christmas gifts were so thoughtful. Like clothes for her to wear so she's not cold. A new makeup case so she can go back and forth. Tickets to Bora Bora. The pink swimsuit for Bora Bora. And then one of my favorite quotes last is, I'm not looking to go out and get drunk. I'm looking to bring my girl pizza and wine and relax. I'm looking to fuck her until we are both exhausted. This man literally ticks every box. This man was written by a woman. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. We have to talk about the spice because he was looking to fuck her until they were both exhausted. And I gave this three peppers. I gave this also three peppers. Don't let the little cartoon cover. It is. It's always the cartoon covers. They fucking kill you. It was. It was dual POV. The spice rack was full. It was festive. It was just. Chef's kiss. Everything that we could ever ask for. You know, if we give something more than two peppers and it's just two people fucking like they didn't even do <laughs> anal it wasn't even crazy it was just two people fucking and fucking well and I am thankful for it that's what Santa brought me this Christmas I know okay. that you want to read the phone scene I'm I literally have my Kindle put on <laughs> the phone scene. I couldn't even pick out just one excerpt I have to read the whole thing it was so good I think I'm an auditory learner are you an auditory learner no I'm a visual learner I have to see Uh, that's why you like mirror sex wow look at us (laughs) ourselves anyways I'm an auditory learner and I the phone sex scene made me realize that this is all I want in life is a great phone sex scene so he calls her at the end of the day just to like chit chat and she's like I don't understand why he's calling me because her ex-boyfriend fucked her up so bad. So she thinks that he wants something. He's like, no, I just want to talk to you. However, then things take a turn. He says, yeah, Rubia, just to be clear, I'm going to talk you through making yourself come and I'm going to jack off while I listen. So we're on the same page for where I'm taking this. He says, sit up, Abigail, prop yourself up on some pillows, put me on speaker, then put your phone between your legs. I want to hear when you touch yourself. One finger, baby, circle your clip, but don't press. That's it. Picture my tongue there teasing you. I'm dying to have you come on my face to have you ride my tongue until you find it. I've been thinking of this all week of your fingers on your pussy thinking of me. Have you, Abigail, have you fingered yourself to the thought of me fucking you this week? Made yourself come. (laughs) And she says, yes, he says, good girl. That's what I like hearing. What do you like? What do you do when you're all alone? He says, she says, my fingers. He says, okay, Rubio, one finger, slide it in slow. Tell me what you feel. What do you feel, baby? My hand is pumping my cock for you. This goes on for several pages. Would y'all like me? (laughs) This was so fucking hot. Like, I just have no words. She says, I need more. He says, God, you're a dream. Such a good girl waiting for your man to give you more. Two more, baby. Put two more fingers. Tell me how full you feel. You need my cock is what you need. Fuck yourself for me, baby, hard. That's it. I can hear how wet you are. I mean, I just, I don't know what else you want me to do at this point. This is it. This is the blueprint. (laughs) Like, I literally am red. (laughs) Like, I am bright ass red. Rub your clip, baby. Rub it. I want to hear. That's my dirty whore. Moan for me, baby. I mean, I just, this is all that I want right here. I'm going to print it out and I'm going to mail it to every man in your lives so you know exactly (laughs) what you're looking for. And then after all of this, the best part, so they finish 
hold on, I'm clicking through. It's like <laughs> several pages later. They finish. He says, as nice as that was, I didn't call for that, Abigail. I want to hear you talk. I want to talk to you before I go to bed. Hear about your day. I was supposed to be spending tonight with you. Today sucks. Minus seeing you this morning and what just happened. Go clean up and then give me some sunshine before you go to bed. Yeah. Give me some sunshine. Not only does he fuck her brains out without being there. He's like, I want to hear about your day. Like, he doesn't treat her like just a body. (laughs) This might be the sexiest man we've ever talked about on this podcast. Like, when I think about fictional men that I would run, skip, leap, and jump Seth to be with, it would be this one. Yeah, David was hot. He was... He worshiped the shit out of her body. She's laying there all bare for him. And he goes, God, you look so pretty all laid out for me like my own feast. And as we mentioned, Richard's a real POS. And he kept telling Abigail she needs to lose weight. So they go back to Damien's house. It's the first night they're going to have sex. And she tries to hide her body. And he goes and he goes, move that hand, baby. You don't do that here. Not with me. If I have my way, not ever, but not here. You agreed your body is mine. That body is mine. And I like that body a fuck of a lot. I won't deal with you hiding it for me. And this man loved giving oral like this man. That was his thing. And so she, I think was just like very self-conscious. Like she does not really like it. And she was like, uh, like, do guys like guys don't like that. And he was like, boys might not baby, but men. Men love to make a woman scream their name while their head is in between her legs. I mean, I like truly, I could not ask for more. This is amazing. And it wasn't like so much in your face. We're just like, okay, this is like a lot. Like it just, it just like worked. It worked so well. Yeah. He said, you'll get more. And I say you do. Until then, you're going to take my cock like a good girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. You know what's, you know what's so hot to me that Damien did? So she would be like, oh. And he would be like, he would smirk and be like, oh. Like, I just think that that's so fucking hot. And like. Yes. Damien is just. a cocky motherfucker in a very good way. In a way that very few men can realistically pull it off. And that's all we want. So. He also was so, he was so vocal and so possessive. If you took a shot every time this man said mine, you would black the fuck out. (laughs) Like, that's all we need. It was straight butterflies. Straight up butterflies. I think maybe that's why I've been in such a book slump. Because I read this and I was like, oh, he's perfection. And then I read fucking a dude who (laughs) was into a seven-year-old. And I'm like, this is not it. so gross. This is not it for me. I want Damien back. So I want every book boyfriend to be like this one. See, I went from possessive Riot Archer to possessive Damien Martinez. So. You're having quite a week. <laughs> I think this might be one of the spiciest books that we've covered. The best spice. Absolutely. I would agree. Uh, I think I'm still putting Den of Vipers up there as best spice. I think you need help. <laughs> You know, I was thinking, actually, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. No, you have to say it. I can cut it off. <laughs> <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> so I'm getting a tattoo soon. And I was like, I couldn't stop thinking about the Den of Vipers tattoo scene. And I was like, hmm. That could happen. 
I think it depends on where you go. Do you think like on Yelp for tattoo shops, it's like, <laughs> you during? <laughs> is there like a special filter you can turn on when you're looking for that? We can make our own Yelp website. <laughs> Just be like, add peppers. Add I'm peppers to your idea. Like rate my professor, but for the real world when you're out and about. Yeah, so. Good thoughts here happening on the Spice Rock podcast. Women in STEM. Okay, so cooling a little bit down from the spice, we're going to get into two discussion questions. So in the book, um, Abigail starts to realize that she's in over her head with Damien. She really likes him. He's saying that he likes her. And so she goes and tells her friends that she wants to tell Damien about the plan sooner than they're expected to. Her friend Cammy was pretty bitchy to Abigail about it. And so, Sav, do you think Cammy was fair to tell Abigail not to tell Damien sooner? No, really, if we're being honest, the reason I gave this book 4.75 stars instead of five is because of Cammy. I thought that she was annoying. I thought that she was pessimistic. I thought that she brought the whole vibe down. So no, I think that she was a little ridiculous. And I wish that her other friend, what was her name? Cat. Cat. Yeah. I think that she was the better friend out of the two of them. Yeah. I, cause the thing is like, you know, like you're, you're always supposed to be supportive of your friends, even if they do dumb shit. And like Cammy was not that like ride or die in this thing. And she was kind of like, Because she wanted revenge, so she was projecting her revenge onto Abigail. And I was like, you can tell that Abigail is clearly struggling. Like, she really likes this man, and she doesn't want to hurt him. So why be like, can't let our plan go to our plan? Like, she kept, like, kind of combining their plans. So um, I didn't really like Cammy. so I think it wasn't fair. Well, and Cammy's reason for, like, hating men is that she was fucking her professor, and he was married, and he lied and said that he was going to leave his wife. Listen, if you're listening to this podcast, I love you so much. But if you're fucking a married dude and he says he's going to leave his wife, that's not happening. Okay. Like you've just, first of all, don't fuck married people. And if you find out that he's married, break it off instead of thinking that they're going to leave their wife for you. Because they're never going to leave their wives for you. Right. That's not how this happens. If it works out for you, we're not trying to offend you. I'm just saying like, you can't spend the rest of your life hating men because you fuck somebody who is married. And he lied to you. Like, obviously he lied to you. He was fucking married. Yeah. Like girly girls, unless there is proof that he has left the relationship, you got to pack that shit up and go. I agree. And I don't think you should enter a relationship with like your professor or your boss thinking that it's in game. Like if you're fucking them, then that's okay. But if you're in a power dynamic like that, yeah, we read about it and it's hot, but I don't think that that's going to work out for you in real life. Yeah, no. Wow, I got on a little bit of soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I really thought that Candy was a piece of shit. And I think that Damien knew, which is why he asked for Kat's number and not Damien's number. And so Kat would like, um, and also, I should mention this before, he remembered her coffee order from the first time they ordered coffee. As somebody who's a coffee snob like me, I think that is so hot. If he's like, here, I brought you coffee. Love it. I love that he grabbed Kat's number because he like wanted to know her friends. Yeah. And wanted to like help surprise her and be a part of her life in that way. And she was so broken and like had been torn down in relationships that she was like, what the fuck? He's asking for my friend's number in front of me. But it was such like a 
I don't know, like your friends are really your family at this stage in your life. And it was such like a him wanting to know more about her way. It wasn't sleazy at all. Yeah. I think like, that's like a very big opinion that I have is that your significant other needs to get along with your friends or things are always going to be fucking awkward. Yes. hundred percent agree. Like they're always going to be awkward. So they have to get along with each other. Yes, absolutely. Okay. What's a better revenge plot? Fucking someone's boss, fucking someone's friend, or fucking someone's dad? I'm going to go with fucking somebody's friend. Okay. That's a safe choice for you. Yeah, it's like when I started fucking (laughs) somebody. (laughs) Somebody, because he was friends with somebody. (laughs) So I'm saying somebody's friend. I personally love the concept of fucking someone's dad I think that is a (laughs) power move like you cannot be more powerful than getting back at some slimy piece of shit than fucking their dad especially if their dad is hot and not married and not married (laughs) (laughs) I've been on a real dad kick lately so maybe that just fits you really you really have I really have it's I don't know what's gotten into me daddy issues for sure I think fucking someone's boss only works like in this situation when they fucking hate each other. Yeah. But if they're true. like buddies, buddies, but they hate each other. But I think it would still be. Or if the boss is like the CEO and your ex is like a fucking mailroom person. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like if there's so much higher up that the power differential is crazy, then I think it would work. There has to be some kind of massive power and balance if they are friends yeah what have you ever done any fun like plot for revenge no I just I haven't either I'm not really a vengeful person but this made me want to try it out I just started fucking the best friend (laughs) so I've never even done anything like that yeah I started fucking the best friend and then after that I started fucking the person that they didn't like But no, I've always wanted to egg somebody's car mm. to do. Even if my next relationship that I get into, if there's not a happy ending, then sad, then we can do a revenge. Yeah, we'll do a revenge. <laughs> I like the idea of forking someone's yard. As a homeowner, that would piss me the fuck off. <laughs> I'm telling you, their revenge was simple things like messing up his coffee order. Amazing. Getting the glitter vents. Tailored a little bit too small so he thinks he's popping out of them. That would piss me off so bad. If your pants were just a little too snug, like that's so funny. And so I that's the thing with the revenge. Like it was it was hilarious. I liked too that Damien was picking up on the revenge. Like he was like, Oh yeah, this stupid fucker that I can't stand must have cheated on his girlfriend or something because now he has glitter everywhere because she put it in his air vents. <laughs> like, that was so funny to me. Because Abigail really was, like, his personal assistant. Like, he did not give two fucks about this girl. He sucks. Absolutely sucks. Everyone has a Richard in their life and, like, fuck him. Fuck Richard. Yeah, yeah. And I bet you they're ugly and crusty looking now, so. Absolutely. And they've got a receding hairline for <laughs> sure. Nothing goes quicker than a shitty <laughs> man's hairline. I can tell you that. <laughs> Emily knows from experience. I know from experience. I went through a little phase in college where I was fucking bald, dude. <laughs> time in my life. <laughs> it's bad when you're getting a hairline already receding. That's when you know the confidence level was low. 
<laughs> That's all that matters. We're on the other side now. We're on the other side. We're on the up and up. Okay, we have to put Damien on the boyfriend pyramid. As you all know, we have the scientifically proven pyramid about men in books. The bottom level is ultimate friends with benefits. You'd see them once, maybe a couple times. You might would tell your friends, you might wouldn't. The next level is meet the parents or meet the family. Like maybe you'd bring them to one Thanksgiving dinner so your aunt wouldn't have to ask you while you're single. But like other than that, no. Then you've got white picket fence. You want to have the red door, the dog, the two children and live happily ever after with this person. And then at the tippy top, our God tier house and- only a few get to make it to God tier, but Damien makes it to God tier for me. What about you? Damien makes it to God tier for me. Oh, I mean, he has to. He was perfect. He has to. This man was professional, also cocky, worshipped you in the bedroom. He knew what she wanted. That's the thing. Treat me like a whore in the bedroom, but a queen outside the bedroom. And that's what Damien did. So yes. he is up there in God tier. For his roommate, I think he'd be roommates with Vicious. I think that's I think he'd be roommates your roommate. with Christian Harper. That's my roommate oh, for him. That's a good one. Right now, I have Christian Harper rooming with with Zade. Oh <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Find- <laughs> <laughs> Tears of Christian Harper's room is available. <laughs> I couldn't put Zade and Killian as roommates because I couldn't have two psychopaths rooming with each other yeah i'm thankful that i don't have a psycho <laughs> in my god tier house it's pretty um i mean it's rated r but it's not rated like you know unsafe r it's rated fun r yours is like unsafe horror movie r yeah damien is god tier who did you picture damien as i don't think i have anything let me look a guy from 365 days <gasps> is exactly who i pictured yeah. him as I'm Googling hot Latin men. Let's see what comes up. <laughs> so far, nothing. Nothing good is coming out of this Google. I'm telling part. you, the guy from 365 Days is doing it for me. Well, the other problem is that when you Google hot Latin men, it doesn't have their names. You know who I'm kind of, th- kind of thinking of? Okay. Have you ever watched CSI Miami? No. Oh, okay. True crime biddies that listen to this will know this man named Adam Rodriguez is pretty fucking hot in like a low key way. He's also on the reboot of Criminal Minds. He started out on CSI Miami. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of TV shows, are any of our girlies or guys who listen are caught up into the GMA drama? Is they oh. pu- they pulled both those anchors off of GMA, so they're no longer they're no longer employed. So this, this is, is why you don't fuck married people. Mess around and you miss out on your bag. Yep. Office romance gone wrong. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> but do you? I wonder if we'll get like a cute. That would be like a cutesy little book. So maybe someone could write that for us. <laughs> if they weren't married, it would be a masterpiece we'd all be shipping it so hard but like you've been cheating on your wife and husband on air for like years being not being like even discreet about it yeah listen I love drama though so like I'm so here for watching that shit blow up which is fucked up probably hey guys well we really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and you guys enjoyed this book as much as we did um next week we're going a little bit darker a little bit kinkier we're reading sabotage by chantelle tessier 
one of my favorite authors that both Sav and I have not read this book yet. So we are going into it blind. Which is a classic mix up on this <laughs> podcast. So I guess we'll see if it pays off. This is apparently a stepsister romance. So as Emily and I have discussed, we want you to have a kinky Christmas. And that's what we're ready to deliver. <laughs> so we hope you guys enjoy it. We hope we enjoy it. Yeah. Famous last words. <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.